It was mid-July, 1979. The summer heat rose off the asphalt that surrounded the Dadeland Mall near Miami, Florida. Shoppers made their way across the parking lot, seeking refuge in the air-conditioned shops. A large white van pulled into the mall parking lot. Big red letters were sprawled across the side, Happy Time Party Supply. Onlookers would have never suspected that the van's nickname was the War Wagon. Its reinforced steel walls were lined with bulletproof vests, and the van was outfitted with gun turrets. The war wagon rolled to a stop near one of the stores, Crown Liquor. Without warning, two men huddled in the bulletproof hull opened fire, spraying the parking lot with bullets. People dove under their cars, helpless. Inside the liquor store, two bodies dropped to the ground, drenched with blood. Then the death machine made its escape, just as police began to arrive on the scene. This had been an act of gang violence, part of the cocaine war that was being waged on the streets of Miami. Kingpins had overrun the city, inciting a bloodbath, and no drug lord was more ruthless than the black widow who ordered the crown liquor hit, Griselda Blanco. Welcome to Black Widow Watch. Like the deadly spider they're named for, many female criminals have used the promise of love to trap and kill their victims. These men believed they'd found the person they would spend their lives with. Instead, they had wandered right into the web of a deadly predator. Throughout this month, I'm taking a look at the world's most notorious Black Widows. In these episodes, I'll uncover what made these women decide to murder the people they'd vowed to love and cherish. We'll detail the specific methods they used to carry out these ends. And finally, we'll explore what made their respective prey susceptible to the charms of a predator in disguise. Today, we're discussing Griselda Blanco, the Black Widow of Colombia, though you might know her under a different moniker, the Cocaine Godmother. She was a ruthless drug lord who ran one of the biggest narcotic rings in history. She was part of a bloody war that doubled Miami's homicide rate in a year. More on Griselda Blanco after this. Now back to our Black Widow. Griselda's story is a grisly one. She was born in the slums of Cartagena, Colombia in 1943. By age three, her mother had moved them to Medellin, the most dangerous city in the world at the time. Her single mother was abusive, forcing Griselda to fend for herself. This drove the young girl to a life of crime from an early age. By age 11, she was running with a street gang. She fell in with a tough crowd, on one occasion, her gang engineered a kidnapping for ransom plot in which they abducted a five- or six-year-old boy. The details are murky, but the kidnapping went awry and the boy ended up dead. According to street gossip, Griselda was the one who delivered the fatal shot. The story would later help her build clout as a merciless drug lord. 
Not much is known about Griselda's teenage years. There's no record of her movements until 1970, when she moved to New York City with her first husband, Carlos Trujillo, and their three sons, Dixon, Uber, and Osvaldo. Here, the timeline gets a little foggy. By the early 1970s, Carlos and Griselda were divorced. Griselda soon met a drug trafficker named Alberto Bravo, whom she later married. Through Alberto, Griselda became involved in the New York cocaine trade. Eventually, she eclipsed her second husband's success. By 1975, Blanco was a queen pin, running a massive narcotics ring. She was the first woman to become a major player in the cocaine trade. But while it's always nice to see women breaking through the glass ceiling, she's hardly someone to be emulated. That year, the DEA began hunting Griselda as part of Operation Banshee, forcing her to flee New York. She returned to Colombia with her husband and three sons. She stayed in Colombia for two years. During that time, she and Alberto had a falling out. Griselda accused her husband of stealing money from her. The disagreement escalated into a shootout, leaving Alberto dead. Soon after, Griselda's first husband, Carlos, also died under mysterious circumstances. It's widely believed that Griselda had him killed. She took a few days to grieve her dead husbands, but never one to cry over spilled milk, was quick to move on. She relocated to Florida. She didn't seem to care that there was a warrant for her arrest. She entered the U.S. using her own name. Incredibly, nobody stopped her. By 1977, Griselda was settled in Miami, where she expanded her enterprise. Over the next two decades, she raked in millions of dollars off the cocaine trade. She amassed a vicious gang who executed over 200 murders in her name. One of these murders would be that of her third husband, Dario Sepulveda, the volatile couple had one child together, a son aptly named Michael Corleone. One night, in the wake of a fight, Dario kidnapped Michael Corleone, seemingly to hurt Griselda. Soon after, he was killed by two gunmen dressed as police officers. After cutting down three different husbands, she met her own day of reckoning in 2012 as she exited a butcher shop. A man pulled up next to her on a motorcycle. He fired two bullets into her head, then drove away, never to be found. As she died on the sidewalk, one of the frightened onlookers laid a Bible on her chest. Some prayed over her though their prayers likely fell on deaf ears. If there is an afterlife, one might assume her soul was greeted by the devil himself. Thanks for listening. We'll be back tomorrow to examine the twisted web of yet another Black Widow. For more villainous women, you can catch episodes of Female Criminals for free on Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts. <laughs>